Welcome to another episode of the Power of the Pause with Colleen Falto, Energetic Weight Loss Coach. Energetic weight loss, we're talking about weight loss in your energetic 5D body that translates to the weight loss you're looking for in your physical 3D body, right? So many people out there are so focused on food, on workouts, and that is not the focus. That is why you're stuck on the hamster wheel, gaining and losing the same five to 10 pounds. When you shift your focus to losing the trauma and the drama and the lack stuck in your subconscious mind, keeping you in self-sabotage, keeping you in that fear of success and that fear of failure at the same time, everything shifts. You lose the mental weight, you lose the emotional weight, and you lose the physical weight with ease. Today, I'm joined by Dr. Don St. John, and we're going to talk about how to lose weight through your mindset, through meditation, through learning to hold yourself safe. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Me too. So can you introduce yourself to everyone and just... uh, you know, I know we, we've chatted before. You're an awesome guy. I'm so excited for everyone to hear all about you. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I'd like to make that part real brief. Uh, I had a very traumatic, abusive childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted to be a prize fighter. That was my dream, my ambition, but I just didn't have... Thank God I didn't have what it took to be a prize fighter. So I went in the military, started taking college courses while there. Make a long story short, I ended up with the PhD. I've written two books. The second is a revision of the first. I'll mention them later. Uh, I'm semi-retired as a psychotherapist and teacher. I teach continuum. It's a system of fluid movement, meditation, and exploration. Uh, And Colleen, I'd like to start. You you spoke about what you would lose by losing the trauma. And I want to add a couple of sentences to that, if that's an okay starting point. Yeah, please. Okay. What you gain is a different experience of your body. Mm. You can you can begin to feel the pleasure of being in a human body. And seriously, I know it's not always pleasure. I know yeah. life can be challenging, there's pain, there's grief, there are accidents and injuries, all of that, of course. And to be able from time to time to feel a delicious sense of being alive in one's body is is invaluable. It's wonderful. So we'll start there. Exactly. And like we said earlier, so many people are so focused on the outside. They're so focused on comparison on what other people look like, what they think they should look like. And that holds so much mental weight on. And, you know, I talk all the time, there's four forms of stress, your metabolic stress, eating too much, eating too little, your inflammatory stress, you know, we're going to go into the dairy, the gluten, everyone knows that's inflammatory, along with anxiety and depression that causes inflammation in your brain. 
the perceived stress, which is what I focus on a lot, your perception of the world around you based on the trauma that you're holding onto in your subconscious mind. And then your circadian stress, your ability to sleep well and literally recover. Our sleep is how we all recover through the day. And so many people are so focused on the metabolic stress and some of us, the inflammatory stress, like, I'm just going to cut out dairy. I'm going to cut out gluten. I'm going to lose weight. No, cut out your perception from your subconscious mind of the trauma that you're so attached to drawing in more trauma so that you can look at your circadian stress and eat the dairy, eat the gluten, but get to the real point of it. You know, be able to hold a safe space for yourself, be able to you know, manage your emotions, be able to go through life and have life get lifey and use your breath work, use your meditation and, and, you know, chill. Right. Yeah. I love that comment. Let life get lifey, you know, (laughs) live. And, and that's really what it's about, you know, to, to live fully and to experience Colleen, the the fullness of who we are to reclaim it, you know, to reclaim it, to develop it. And there there is a misunderstanding of the human body. And that is the body has two sides. As I was mentioning earlier to you, uh, there's the outside of the body. And that's we place so much emphasis and attention on how the body looks. You know, how much weight do we have? Are we three pounds overweight? Do we have a bit of a belly? And on and on and on. And what we don't understand is that it's the inside, the connection, our consciousness, our awareness, of our body from the inside that's as important, if not more so. And it's completely ignored, too much ignored. And developing that connection, you know, what makes a person really attractive? And when I say that, when I use that word attractive, I mean, you know, that someone else would feel drawn towards them. They attract, they they have a magnetic force, you know, not that they fit a particular, you know, playboy image. And I'm giving away my age by invoking the name of that magazine. But but not the image of attractive, but the feeling of attracting, what makes that is the connection, is how much spirit is coming through that body. Does that make sense when I say how much spirit? Absolutely. And, you know, I always say hurt people hurt people and heal people heal people. That's a lovely phrase. I like it. It's so true. It's so true. Um, And, you know, I share on this podcast, the journey that I've been through. I'm in recovery from many things, addiction. Um, I don't like to say that I'm, I I like to say I'm in recovery over like I'm 
you know, I was an addiction because I find that to be very negative. I'm in recovery from having an eating disorder. I was bulimic for a long, long time, codependency. And so since I've done so much healing, I've invested so much time, money, energy, everything into healing. I like to see that the, the healed part of people and the, the last person that I actually dated the first time we, we met, I wasn't very attracted to him. I was like, why is this guy looking at me? And then we started talking and I saw inside him and I saw his soul and I was so attracted to him. And so, you know, people, a lot of times people, when they're not really connected to their, their soul and they're not connected, they're, they're hurt and they're looking just at the physical and they're not looking at the inside and how they feel they'll look at different couples walking down the street and be like, I don't see them together. And it's like, well, they see inside the other person's soul. It's not about, you know, the physical 3D. Of course, you have to be attracted to your partner. But when you see inside someone's soul and you've done the inner work to let go of your ego and see your soul, it's not so much on the outside. You really get to look internally. You know, I want to share my perspective. You started by talking about being in recovery from addictions. And, you know, the way I see it, Colleen, those those were gifts. Mm. Those were gifts. And we all, we all, and this is a shift. You know, people tend to think you've either had trauma or you didn't have trauma and that's a misconception okay we all have challenges it just depends some are addictions some are you know feeling bad and terrible about yourself some are bad you know there's so many ways that those challenges something the difference is some people use them and turn them into the gold of their lives, as you're doing, okay? As you're on this healing journey, and now you're teaching, and you're sharing, and you're helping other people, and you're creating meaning for yourself. You see? Some people just feel victimized by those challenges and just stay in a kind of downward spiral of some level of misery yeah from you know resentful unhappy chronically stressed out without very much light and joy you know but we all have those challenges mine were over the top and so you know my choice was was to either live in a state of misery emotionally physically relationships terrible spiritual pain. or yeah or do something about it and i chose to do something about it and you know with the grace of god choices presented themselves and i made the right choices and you know now i'm helping other people yeah. so yeah yeah and you know I speak at a recovery center that I went to every month. I, and when I, um, sorry, just my dog just distracted me. She, I caught her in the mirror. I'm like, oh, she's so cute. She's so cute. What kind of dog is she? Oh, she's a bully breed. She's ah, okay. my life. It's so funny. So she, I have two couches. One's next to me, one's behind me. 
And like, she's such a little ham. She loves attention. Whenever I'm calls now, she goes to the one behind me. She's like, mom, do you see me? I see you. I'm going to pet you in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, you know, when I speak at the de- detox every month that I went to for addiction, you know, less than two years ago, I share very openly because there's such a stigma to, and the shame. And when we don't do the forgiveness to really heal on a core level and, and accept and just move forward. All we can do is move forward. What are you getting staying stuck? We're all addicted to something, be it a negative thought pattern, a substance, codependency, food, whatever. We're all addicted to something and you have to clear the shame in order to move through it. You know, you have to really own all parts of yourself, the good, the bad, et cetera. And so when we really do this deeper work and we really do this inner work, um, we're able to detach ourselves from what happened to us and look at the lesson that was available to us. You know what I mean? Mm. And when I, when I sit there, my, I actually went to rehab for three months. <laughs> I was pretty, I was in a very abusive relationship. I was in a very, very tough way on every level. It was a very dark night of the mm. soul that turned mm-hmm. my entire life around. And, you know, the first month I was there, I was so caught up on the, on what got me there and my trauma. And I was diagnosed with PTSD. Um, and I was so like, well, like the last two years of my life, this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened in my life. And what, every time I sit down and talk to the people that I speak to in recovery, I say, you know what, don't focus on what brought you here. Focus on the spiritual pain, like focus on like con- connect with people. Don't, don't try and have this like pissing competition excuse me but like that's what it is it's like a competition like I went through more trauma than you went through it doesn't matter what was the core emotion that you felt what do you have to release to reach your next version of yourself because you have to own it all you you can't just look back on life and be like well I'm super grateful that happened but I don't like that you have to you have to learn to be grateful for all of it the good the bad the ups the downs yeah you know I have a an expression that I learned some years ago that's very, very fitting to this day, and it's this. If you're looking out at the world and you're not weeping in grief, you're not seeing it. Mm. And if you're looking out at the world and you're not dancing with joy, you're not seeing it. Mm -hmm. I think that relates to what you just said about seeing it all and and, and it's a stretching of the heart. The heart will open yeah. as we attempt to be inclusive rather than exclusive. As we attempt to see it all, the, the hurtful and grief and pain and cruelty that exists as well as the beauty and good works and joy Mm. that exist. And Mm. as we attempt to do that, it requires our heart to open. Because without the heart opening, it's hard to progress spiritually. Yep, 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 exactly. And, you know, I tell clients all the time the same really in the subconscious mind, holding on to the past trauma and the drama and the lack, and it becomes our identity. It becomes our identity. Like for a while, like my identity, was like, 
I yeah. dated this really abusive man and that was my identity and I had an eating disorder and I was alcoholic. I don't, con- I don't call myself an alcoholic anymore. I say I'm in recovery because my journey is I'm in recovery from many things that Good for you. I, I admire, I admire your courage and going forward and being so upfront about it all. And thank you. It's a I, lovely thing. Are you from New York? No, <laughs> I'm actually like one hour outside New York. Where? I, uh, Bucks County. It's like 45 minutes from Philadelphia, about an hour outside New York City. Oh, okay. Okay. I grew up in Westchester County. So, about East Coast. Sure. Yeah. East Coast, baby. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, no, I, I trust that, you know, I coach a lot of women on how to start a business. I've been in business for myself for seven and a half years now, and I never did well in school. It's interesting. Like school was never my thing. My son the other day was like, mom, can you homeschool me? I'm like, oh, I don't know about that. I'm like, I can teach you how to start a business. I can't teach you how to do math and stuff. That's not my jam. Um, But I coach women on business and a lot of subconscious fears come up, like fear of being seen, fear of being judged. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, here, here's here's the deal. You put yourself out there on any level. There, there was a graph I saw one time, 70% of the people that hear your message or see you are going to talk shit and they're going to be like, like, they're going to find something to say about you in a negative way. 20% don't care. And 10% are like, oh my God, this message changed my life. That's who I'm talking to. I don't even focus on the 70%. They're like, what? You went to rehab? What? Yeah. I went to rehab for three months. Yeah. Yeah. Life, life got, I let life get pretty bad and I learned to empower it and I turned my life around and I created a six figure business from it. So if you don't find that as inspiration, I'm not talking to you, baby. It's okay. You know what I mean? Like you're not, everyone's going to like you. But if you look like you, that's all that matters. You know, if you, I get to lay my head on the pillow every night and I get to lay my head on the pillow every night, knowing that I did my part to change the collective, knowing that like I'm pure with my intentions, that my message is coming from a heart centered place to help people heal, to help people not live the life that I used to live. I was on, um, a phone call with one of my coaches and then someone that helps me with like content creation. And I was asked twice in two days, like, what is your ideal client? What kind of car do they drive? Where do they shop? Where do they live? And I thought about it for a second. And I said, you know what? My ideal client doesn't drive a certain car. She doesn't live in a certain place. My ideal client laser head has a, like, is it's life. Isn't that bad, but she lays her head on the pillow every night. And it's like, I made it through a day. I made it through an, 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 another day because that was me for a while. I had a good life and I just couldn't see it. And I let my addiction take over and I let myself get down a very, very dark path that a lot of people that I help with aren't where I was, you know, they, they, they don't let it get that bad as where I was. But like my ideal client, the person I'm talking to on this podcast, the person I'm here to reach is the one that is so stuck in the lack and the pain and they need to break free from that through their mindset one thought at a time. Yes. Well said. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Meditation, though. You do meditation. I I love meditation. I love me some meditation. Yeah, I do a I do a system called continuum. 
Mm. And continuum is based on the biological fact that most of our body, about 65, 70% is water. Yeah. You know, we're fluid creatures biologically. And we can learn to connect our consciousness, our attention, our awareness. We can learn to connect that deep into our tissues so we can become as we're meant to be, which is fluid, very fluid. Now, again, I'm 80 years old, and my classes are usually a group of 40-year-olds, and I'm teaching them how to move fluidly. And it's a slow, deep, sensuous process and a meditative one because it requires, you know, profound concentration to yeah. get to get inside of our body, to feel that sense that it's fluids that are moving. Yeah. So that's my approach, and it's been wonderful for me. I've been doing it for almost 30 years now, and uh, yeah. And in my book, I write about it, and I write about a whole lot of other techniques and disciplines and tools that are available for people to help themselves. You know, if they're in recovery, if they're in any kind of healing or growth process, you know, I I talk about it from four different perspectives, the body, our psychology, our relationships, our spirituality. Um, So, yeah, it'd be a good starting place if someone wanted to, you know, get support for their process. I've been at it for almost 60 years. I was in my 20s when I realized I need help. Yeah. 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 And it's okay to need help. It's like, I have, I was telling someone earlier, I have three coaches, a therapist. Like I have a lot of support because this is my job. I support people fully. People come to me all day with fires to put out in their lives. My clients, I'm a single mom. I have a son who's eight and, you know, being an eight year old boy is hard in itself. I, I support myself. I support my son. I support my sobriety. I support all my clients. And so I have a lot of support. There's nothing wrong with needing support. Let go of this focus. So many people out there just want to like, listen to a podcast, read a book and do it all on their own. And they don't want to lean into support because on a subconscious level, if they don't feel worthy of it, you are worthy of support. You are worthy of someone to hold you to someone to, you know, guide you along. And so many people out there are like, oh, I've tried meditation. I've tried breath work. No, you downloaded an app and you ignored the meditations. <laughs> it's like, no, like, let's, let's be serious. You did not try meditation. You downloaded a calm app and every day at noon, whatever the case is, when the notification will go off, you would ignore the notification. You didn't try it. You didn't try breath work. So stop, you know? sorry, but if that hits, then, then if that triggers you, then you're, that's a gift. (laughs) And and like, maybe this will be what you need to hear to turn around and actually try meditation. Maybe this won't be, but it's going to stick in your subconscious mind. And at one point you're going to realize, yeah, 
I owe it to my, myself. You owe it to yourself to let go. I, I did a subconscious re reprogramming with one of my clients yesterday for a half hour. We've been working together for about a year and both of her parents died over the last year. Um, I'm sorry, over the last two years, one a year ago, one a year before that. Um, very sudden deaths. One was COVID. The other one was uh, another death. Um, and we've been working on it for about a year and there's a lot of like subconscious guilt. And for a half hour, we just went into her like through meditation, through breath work. And she listens to this podcast. And so I know she's going to hear this. And so send me a box when you hear this. I love you so much to my client. Um, what are you getting from staying stuck? And she's like, nothing, nothing. And through the subconscious reprogramming, we cleared it and it was very intense and it was beautiful though. Like you, you owe it to yourself to get support. You owe it to yourself to reach out your full potential in this lifetime. So many people die just going through the motions of life. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. So where can everyone find you in your book and follow you for more information? Is this going to be out on a video or just audio? Audio. Okay, so I won't show my book. Yeah. <laughs> it's called, my book is called Healing the Wounds of Childhood and Culture. Love an it. Adventure, an adventure of a lifetime. Oh my and, God, that's so badass. I love it. Yeah. And you can get it on Amazon, probably in every bookstore by ordering it in a bookstore. Oh, yeah. Uh, or on my website, which also has a lot of resources. It's it's an educational site. And it's www.patsofconnection.com. P-A-T-H-S-O-F-C-O-N-N-E-C-T-I-O-N. Dot com pats of connection dot com and thank you colleen it's been fun talking to you you too everyone if you want to follow me for more info would love to connect further my instagram is at colleen falto my facebook you can follow me there colleen falto and you're more than welcome to join my facebook group physically fit and spiritually fed i go live there on a regular basis just with mindset tips there's a ton of free downloads. You can go to my link tree. We're, we're just here to change the collective one person at a time. Feel free to book a one hour call. We can literally subconsciously move all your blocks and just create the ripple effect of change in your life that you are worth. Thank you, Don, again so much. And everyone Thank you. My, my pleasure, Colleen. Take care and best wishes on your journey. Thank you, you too. Everyone, if you like this episode, if you could like, rate, review, share with a friend. That would be so appreciated. Sending so much love.